fresh word with Reverend Today Amosu. Welcome to Fresh Word. Let's talk about what I call a forgotten truth about prayer. This truth, likely we don't remember it. And because we feel that we can always pray, open our mouth and God will call upon God and God will answer us. Yes, of course, God will answer us when we pray, if you're in any kind of crisis, any kind of situation. And God is a compassionate God. He will stretch forth his hands and deliver us. But you see, if you want to have a consistent answer in prayer, if you want to see God moving with you and you regularly have your prayer answered, you must just do more than pray. You must also learn to walk in this particular truth, which is forgotten by many of us. If you're going to see God answering your prayer consistently and regularly, you have to pick up this particular style of living, a lifestyle. And what's that lifestyle? Let's look at the book of Malachi chapter 3. This is what God said in that book, verse 17, Malachi 3, 17. This shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, on the day that I make them my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son, who serving, who serves him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between one who serves God and who does not serve him. Mm. You can see God is saying that he has jewelry, jewels. And he says certain people, he will spare them. He will move on their behalf. They will get his attention. And he said they are belonging to him. And who are these people? He said, I will spare them as a man spares his own son who serves him. In Malachi 3.17 The sparing by God of a person, the intervention of God to deliver, to bless, to help, to intervene, come when we learn to serve God. Serving God brings us a privilege of being specially treated by God. God said, I will spare him like a man spares his own son who serves him. Then God said in chapter 3, verse 18, Malachi, then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between the one who serves God and the one who does not serve God. So when you want to see God moving your life consistently, continuously, and regularly, you must pick up a lifestyle of service. You must determine to become a servant of God. Yes, you are a son of God, but you have to learn to become a son who serves. No wonder the book of James chapter 1, verse 1, when James was introducing himself, James said, James, a born servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. Did you get that? He called himself a born servant of the Lord of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ. So these apostles saw themselves as servant of God. Let's look at the case of Paul in chapter 1, the book of Romans, verse 1. Paul 
wrote this. Paul, a bond servant of Jesus Christ. Just like James said. That means a bond servant is the one who has chosen to serve God. To give his life in the service of God. And God said, those kind of people, I will spare them. I will intervene on their behalf. I will bless them. I will bring them victory. And it won't just be once in a while by accident. My work will be consistent with them. And I will see that they see my hand. And they see my intervention regularly. So, it is important to serve God. Let's go down to the story of Daniel in the den of lion. You know, the other rulers conspired against Daniel and in their conspiracy, they planned to make life difficult for Daniel concerning his prayer life. So they went to the king and asked him to make a rule that nobody will pray in the next 30 days. The king unknowingly signed the law. They didn't know that it was actually a conspiracy against Daniel. When he found out that it was about Daniel, he couldn't change the law. And when they began to plan, when they began to take Daniel to be thrown to the den of lion, this is what the king said about Daniel. Listen to this, chapter 6, Daniel, verse 16. So the king gave the command and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lion. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, your God, whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. Mm. Did you hear that? That old heathen king knew that Daniel was serving God. Daniel was just not only, not only serving the empire, but he was serving God. Of course, he was doing his possible best and he was excelling, but his, ex, his spirit of excellence was not a competitive spirit to prove himself before the king, but he was doing it as a service to God, giving his best every day and at every time. Now listen carefully. The king said to him, the God that you serve continually will deliver you. So they threw him to the den of lion. The king was worried, didn't sleep overnight. But Daniel was in the den of lion and then the king came early in the morning. Listen to this. It's beautiful. Verse 19. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste to the den of lions. And when he came to the den, he cried out with a lamenting voice to Daniel. The king spoke, saying to Daniel, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to deliver you from the lions? Oh, look at verse 21. Then Daniel said to the king, Oh, king, live forever. My God sent his angel and shut the lion's mouth so that they have not hurt me because I was found innocent before him and also king, I've done no wrong before you. Isn't that wonderful? The king knew that God, that Daniel was a servant of God, a consistent, continuous servant of the living God. And what he called him, he said, oh, servant of the living God, as God, whom you serve, deliver you continually, that you serve continually. And of course God did. And he'll do the same thing for you. Serving God will make the difference in your prayer life. Giving yourself to serve God, to 
be a servant of God will make all the difference in your prayer life. The lions could have eaten up Daniel, but they didn't because he was serving God and God was able to shut them out of the lion. Now, let's look at what Jesus said about serving and we will learn one or two things from there. It will be of tremendous help for us. Let's go to chapter 6, the book of Matthew, verse 24. No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon, or you cannot serve God and money. Mm. Did you hear that? See, many of us, we won't mind just to have an increase of money to go somewhere else to work. Money seems to drive the agenda today. People will do anything for money today. So they're actually serving money. But Jesus said you cannot serve God and money. That means you cannot put material things, money, and what it can buy before God. If you only give your time to serving money. So when you need God to intervene in your prayer life, you should call upon money because that's what you serve. But I know you want to serve God. How do you serve God? Let's talk about for a few minutes how do you serve God. Number one, the first way you serve God is to be a consistent follower of Jesus Christ. Making Jesus your leader and your Lord is the foundation of service. Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Now, let him be your Lord and your master and your leader every day. You should never be the leader. Jesus will be your leader. You should follow him. Today we talk a lot about leadership in the world. But as for us Christians... We are not the leaders. Jesus is our leader. He's our Lord. He's our master. We follow him. That's why he said, I am the light of the world. He that follows me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of light. This is the forgotten truth about prayer. When we serve God continuously, consistently, and conscientiously, he will rise up on our behalf and prayer will become really a beautiful, beautiful thing that will always bring answers to us. But we don't serve God and we serve money. When our time of need comes and we call upon God, that kind of prayer may not get response as much. Of course, God can deliver us sometimes accidentally because he just wants to show us his compassion. But to have consistent life, you have to be a follower of Jesus and following his word, performing his word. Number two, you need to also become a person who uses his talent, his treasure, and his time to serve God. What talent do you have? What gift has God given to you? Use it to serve God. What treasure has God given to you? Use your money to serve God. The Bible says, on the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all your increase. So use your treasure, your money to serve God. Use your time. Have you ever gone to church to do something for God? Have you ever booked time to serve the Lord? to do something for the master, starting from prayer to touching lives, contributing your local assembly. Are you serving there? All this together will make you 
to become a consistent and continuous servant of the living God. And when you, if you are thrown into the end of lion, the God that you serve continually is able to deliver you. Thank you for listening. <laughs>